Welcome to Two Book Minimum, because life's too short to read one book at a time. I'm Monica Fumarolo. Well, it's been a minute, hasn't it? Before jumping into the reviews in this episode, I wanted to give a bit of an update and some background on this podcast so you understand my point of view on some changes that will be coming here. First of all, I'm in grad school. As a teacher, this is hardly a unique situation. Lots of public school teachers continue beyond bachelor's degrees and either to keep their licenses up or for the increase in pay, and I'm no exception. I'm currently working on a second master's. Library science was my first, and this podcast was born out of a class project. Therefore, I had to meet certain criteria and parameters, and long story short is I got an A, woohoo, so now I can change things up. And while I love the basis of this podcast, and I firmly believe that books do not have to be brand new to be noteworthy and remarkable to readers, here's the thing. I also really like new books. I'm lucky that as a librarian, I have access to advanced reader copies, and new books are coming to my school on a fairly regular basis. And I was starting to feel guilty for wanting to read those new books and that's part of my job. I need to know what's coming in so I know what I can recommend to students. Also, it's fun. But that guilt was starting to make the podcast feel like homework, which I want to be very clear it is not anymore. So my new goal for you, dear listeners, is this. If I review a newer book, I'm going to try my best to pair it with a book that has already been out for a while. That way, there's a better chance of you being able to get it from your local library or through interlibrary loan or on Libby or to try to keep an eye out for it at little free libraries or garage sales or wherever books have a way of popping up and coming into your life. I am very much a mood reader, so to keep this project interesting for me, especially since it's something I'm doing in my free time, I have to do what feels right for me, which brings me again back to grad school. I know it was supremely weird to have to take a break after only doing four episodes, but when my previous class ended, I jumped into the deep end with multiple classes at once, two of which included huge projects, and it was also the end of the school year, which is kind of a busy season for me. So something had to give, and that thing was mostly reading. And since I barely had time to read one book at a time, there was absolutely no way I'd be able to record anything worth listening to. The good news is that the busy classes are almost over and I have a backlog of reviews and summer break has just started, so we should be in a good place for a while. Okay, now that that's all out of the way, let's get to the fun part, shall we? As a welcome back to the world of podcasting, today's episode features two YA books where podcasts play a starring role. I'll be talking about one of my favorite books of the year so far, Mindy McGinnis's A Long Stretch of Bad Days, but first up is the sweet treat that is Listen to Your Heart by Casey West. Published in 2018 by Point, Listen to Your Heart is yet another Casey West instant classic. Kate is not a people person, nor is she a huge fan of change, getting out of her comfort zone, or being anywhere that isn't the lake where her family owns the marina. Given all of these facts, it's safe to say that she's not exactly excited about the start of junior year. Still pining for the ex-boyfriend who only ended the relationship because he moved away, she is not only taking the podcasting class, but she's actually forced to be one of the hosts. Give her the deep end of the lake any day over having to talk to people and give advice to her peers as they call or write in with their problems. Thank goodness her best friend Alana is also in the class, and things start to get particularly interesting when a caller reaches out seeking advice about a girl. 
a caller whose voice sounds a lot like Diego's, the boy that Alana is currently crushing on. Throw in a generations-long family feud, a few dramatic family members, and the fact that Kate starts feeling butterflies every time she is around Diego, can Kate manage to keep her head above water? This is the literally most recent book I've finished grabbing a copy from the library, and it felt appropriate to come back to the podcast with podcast-themed stories. This one has been on my radar for years because I've been teaching a podcasting class for the past five. In a word, it was cute. Despite the fact that this book is about summer ending and characters interacting as they settle into a new school year, I actually felt like this was a perfect read to kick off my summer break. The stakes, while personal, weren't too high. Kate is sarcastic and her humor is biting, made all the funnier by the fact that she isn't trying to be. While her role as podcast host makes her exceptional among her peers, I liked how otherwise ordinary she is. The fact that there's no talk about her grades makes me feel like she's probably doing all right in that department. She has a few close friends and cousins on whom she can rely and with whom she's really close, which I think is a healthy model for readers that this is in fact normal and that popularity isn't necessarily all it's cracked up to be. She has two living, loving parents who push her and push her buttons from time to time, but are ultimately caring and just want what's best for her. Maybe it's just because of the news and the state of the world or the fact that grad school has been particularly stressful the last month, but it was nice to sink into a story for two days where characters weren't clearly cookie-cutter archetypes. The students here reminded me of the multifaceted ones that I've just said adios to for the next two months. If you are a fan of Sarah Dessen, this, just like Casey's many other books, is a solid choice for anyone looking for a light-hearted, sun-soaked story. A Long Stretch of Bad Days came out in 2023 from Catherine Teigen Books and was written by Mindy McGinnis. This young adult novel is a raw and carefully crafted mystery about two girls in small town Ohio with a podcast who are reporting on the infamous long stretch of bad days that happened back in the 1990s. A tornado, a flash flood, and the town's only murder all within a week of each other. Lydia Chass is a girl with a bit of a stick up her butt. But with dreams of getting out of the small town she spent her entire life in, along with generations of her family before, you can hardly blame her. And that family has appearances to keep up, especially since her dad is the only defense lawyer in town, which means his clients aren't exactly popular or found innocent. But the whole squeaky clean thing won't set her apart from other college applicants. So Lydia brings Bristol on board. She has also been screwed over by bad record keeping in the guidance counselor's office, and with both of them needing an independent study project to graduate, the plan is to transform Lydia's dry local history podcast into one with a bit more grit and edge, hence the research into the bad days. Bristol may not always be willing to play the game of small town politics, but her outsider perspective from her life on the literal other side of the tracks helps the pair uncover the truth about the dark events that plenty of the community would rather they leave well enough alone. It's been a few years since I've read anything by McGinnis. Female of the Species is freaking epic. And reading this made me want to kick myself for not reading more of her more often. 
This is her latest release, but she has a deep backlist from the past 10 years, and I hope to explore more of it. Realistic fiction for young adults tends to fall into two camps generally. Books that are primarily romance, see, listen to your heart, or books with feels that are there to make you cry, see, Fault in Our Stars. Mandy's books defy those categories because when she does realistic, she does the topics that students are actually facing, the things that they're actually talking about, or they should be talking about on the 10 o'clock news. Mental health and addiction and misogyny, and that just waking up in the morning means clawing your way towards survival until you can go back to sleep again. She has also ventured into historical and survival stories, but no matter what, her settings are just as much of a character as the protagonists. I am so tempted to buy this one for my school's library, and maybe I could get away with it if my junior high was a 7 and 8 building only, but alas, I do have the 6th graders, and it's not the dead bodies that have me hesitating, but the number of F-bombs that fall on the page. Believe me, I know my students say worse in the hallways. I've heard it. But thankfully, I can point them to the public library that is literally right across the street. However, if you are in a high school... This is a must-buy. So that's the story for now. I'm currently reading I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings by Maya Angelou. And until next time, happy reading.